Well, dealy chili tonight. What? I'm not repeating that in case it's recorded. <laughs> Don't worry, it already picked up. <clears throat> Should right. that be that close to you? In the immortal words of Colby Calais, count me in. Zip code? Three? Hold on, I don't know if this to wrestle. 15044. 15044. Are you good? I'm all good. Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Alright, let's get it on. Let's get it on. Alright, go. Welcome to episode 45 of the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. It is Monday night, March 4th. My name is Paul McGinty. With me, as always, are the beautiful, the talented, Ian Sharp. Hey, God. Oh, shit. I <laughs> thought that was for me. Ah. Hello, everybody. No, you are the Reed Richards hating Matt Cassell. Hi, guys. Tonight's a special night on the McSauce podcast because it was a slow news week. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a little dealer's choice. Some news trickled out, some Star Wars news, a little Flash news. We read some comics, some of us read books. We feel like we're going to be free-flowing tonight and give you a whole bunch of different things for your, your ears and your minds to consume. A free-form podcast. Dealer's choice, as we like to call it. To clarify, I do not hate Reed Richards. I hate that they cast a prepubescent tween to be <laughs> Reed Richards. But if I said all that in the intro, it would have totally lost flow. The flow that you had right there, the intro flow. Oh, intro flow. Inch. Never mind. Go ahead. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. If you listened last week, you probably went to mixsauce.com and you were looking for the answers to the questions who are the penguins going to pick up at the trade <laughs> deadline? Which mask is LeBron going to wear tonight? The clear one? The black one? I don't know. Who's going to get picked at the top of next, or I guess it's not next month, May's NFL draft? They moved the NFL draft to May. And you went to McSauce.com to find out these answers. When is it usually? It's usually in April. I don't want to get into this, but that was a legitimate question. That's okay. You would go to McSauce.com and you say, when are these things happening? I want my sports news. And then you would be let down. But you would see beautiful artwork by Paul McGinty, sometimes by myself, <laughs> reviews, strips, and this lovely podcast on Wednesday. You could go to iTunes. You could leave us a review. Be like all the cool kids and leave a five-star glowing review. We would really appreciate that. I was looking at our Podomatic stats the other day, and we have some listeners in... It looks like we have four listeners in Russia, and four and six in the Netherlands, and three in Germany. So, shout out to all shout of out, our... Shout out to all of our international listeners. Yes. Listening to the... International McSauce comic book podcast. One in India, one in Canada, 
One in the Czech Republic. Just so one in Canada after all that Pierre Maguire talk? I Are you looking at the right... Is that our stats? <laughs> <laughs> Did you fuck something up? No, these are our stats, man. I think you're looking at the Joe Rogan experience. <laughs> I want these listeners to come forward and say, I'm sorry, I accidentally downloaded your podcast, but you guys have a wealth of knowledge and in the sporting arena. It turns out... Like it. We have three listeners in the United States. So thank you all for thank you very for tuning much. Tuning in, round of applause. So go to Podomatic, stream us, Stitcher Radio, iTunes. You can subscribe; it'll come right to you. There's nothing else you have to do besides rate and review, and give us your feedback. And tonight uh, we're going to talk about maybe not sports. Maybe some comic-related no, things. No, we're we're going to avoid sports to maintain our our broad listenership here tonight. Maybe they tuned in to hear our thoughts about the Olympic situation. What is the Olympic situation? Aren't they? Well, we were talking about the Russian players and going back and forth. I guess it wasn't the Olympics per se, but hmm. Russian players, if they're going to go back to Russia, stay here in the beautiful United States. Get sent to their local gulag for not meddling. They still have that? What is a gulag? It sounds so horrible. It sounds like sloshy, like like a, a muddy like cesspool, like mud pit of hard yeah, like, labor. Yeah, There's no actual floor in the gulag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. And it's really like, hot I picture too. These, these Even wooden, though it's Russia, it's hot. These wooden no cold. No, it's yeah. cold. Cold gulag, cold but still wet. Yes, Ugh, not for not for yeah. like just cold enough to not freeze. Ugh, but that's, it gets in your socks. And that's everything. what a McSauce gulag G- gulag <laughs> gulag <laughs> gulag. <laughs> uh, gulag noun: the system of forced labor camps in the Soviet Union. Any prisoner detention camp, especially for political prisoners. Mm. What does it say about sloshy mud? Nothing about sloshy mud. Are there any pictures of the floor? No pictures of the floor. That's because I'm on dictionary.com and no. they don't Go to gulag.com. Dictionary.com? If they Should it be gulag.rus? Hold on a second. That raises an interesting like, philosophical kind of way to look at dictionary. Why does the dictionary rely on words to provide definitions when they should just use universal Universally understood uh, pictures of things to describe words. That would be Pictionary.com. Is that really what that is? I don't know. Probably not. Gulag.com and Gulag.ru aren't a thing. Though I'm kind of no. disappointed. I expected to get a porno site. I know. I was like, yes! <laughs> Chain gang porn! That doesn't mean I'm going to stop looking. That Russian accent, I'm not into that Russian accent. It's it's rough. Too rough for my gentle romantic ears. I agree. I agree. Because I'm not a I'm not a domination guy. I don't need taking control of. Then, and it, I'm sure we could that you know, says a lot that we can get into at a later date. But on the, the German, sex podcast? Yeah, the German accent, the Russian accent, they're just so hard and forceful. See, now I feel like our listeners are begging us to talk about sports again. <laughs> hey, you don't want sports, 
You get Taylor's choice. The Russian accent sounds unintelligent. I know it's not commentary on. <laughs> it just does to me. It sounds unintelligent. Wait, Whereas, like, <clears throat> in the French accent, sounds stuck up. See, what the is, Italian accent just a, sounds sexy to me. me. I don't know what that let is. Let me share a little bit about my high schooling. Uh oh. Because you say the French accent sounds stuck up. Yes. I had, we had two options in high school for for language. It was either French or French or Spanish. I didn't take Spanish. I didn't want Spanish because Why? I thought it sounded ghetto. <laughs> so I took French because I thought it sounded more refined. You stuck up for <laughs> racist. Because every time I'd hear a Spanish accent, I'd hear Speedy Gonzalez. I took French because my girlfriend took French and I wanted to be in her class, so I'm a big pussy. I took German. Because you are German? Yes. I wanted to speak the language of the... Uh of the Führer's land. I was afraid of German class, even though I technically am German as well. Just didn't think you that don't it was look German. I know, surprising, right? They didn't offer a Jamaican class. <laughs> Shouldn't you speak that language where there's like clicks and knocks? I should, shouldn't I? I think I'm more Jamaican than anything else, so we'll hey, go with on. that. Mm. Clicks and knocks? Uh-huh. Did you just describe the language of enemy mine? With Louis Gossett Jr. I knew he was going deep cut. <laughs> with Louis Gossett Jr. Could have been anything, but it went Queen. deep. <clears throat> Enemy Mine is not that deep. It's a little deep. It's a little yeah, deep. It's, it's a mid-level awesome. cut. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Really? Fuck you. Yes, you do. No, you don't I know don't. Enemy Mine? I don't know Enemy Mine. Hmm. Hmm. I'm sure I've skimmed past it on some TBS Saturday afternoon. But so you okay? That's your homework this week. You gotta watch that movie and get back to us. I'll let you know. And then we're the whole next episode is going to be the Enemy Mind podcast. <laughs> Just the Lou Gossett Jr. Because then yeah, we can go into Punisher, the Lewis Gossett Jr. podcast. We start with Enemy Mind, Iron Eagle, transition right into Iron Eagle, and then Iron Eagle two, and then maybe even Iron Eagle three. I'm pretty sure he was in that. He was in some boxing movie. And he was Winston in Ghostbusters. That's right. How dare you? How how fucking dare you? I think he was Lando in Star Wars. Uh, and he's in those Citibank commercials. That's uh. right, yeah. That's it. In the Super Bowl commercial, of course. Right. The Matrix. Are we still housekeeping? I'm leaving this podcast. No, we've now. been done housekeeping no, we've been for done. quite a while. He was on Family Guy? Voiced on Family Guy? The McSauce Louis Gossett Jr. podcast, folks. Louis Gossett Jr., I haven't seen him for a while, but there was a time when he was, he was kind of like the Samuel L. Jackson, but like the not quite as good at acting version. Man, you know what? I shouldn't even say that. He I just thought you didn't like Samuel L. Jackson's acting. Uh, no, I have no problem with Samuel Samuel L. Jackson is a, is a more, <clears throat> um, outwardly emoting, maybe <clears throat> boisterous type he's in, of... He's in the front. <clears throat> He's in the front. Louis Gossett Jr., middle row, I would say. Um, Louis Gossett Jr. apparently was Commander Clash on Captain Planet and the Planeteers. Get the fuck out of here. Yes. Um, you like that show? Did no. you like that show, Matt? No, no I jumped my own gun. I was thinking Captain Power. Oh, yeah, no. No, there no. were no black people in the future. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> So speaking of the future, great segue. 
It's a terrible segue because the first thing I wanted to talk about was the little tiny flash snippet of a costume. That's the future. That's the near that future. That has nothing to really it's do with the future. future. It's about a show that is coming out in the future. This fall. On, on, on the CW. Matt, you haven't seen any episodes of Arrow. Mm-mm. Ian, you've seen the Flash. I'm all caught up. You've seen the Flash episodes of I Arrow. Have. I have also seen those. And I was really I was really impressed. I was impressed with the way Grant Gustin played the character. I think it's a nice kind of bridge between kind of the old DC Universe stuff shirt Barry Allen and a little more loose Wally West. Do you think that he had enough charisma to carry a show? That is my worry and my only problem with him. That is still my worry okay. and my problem with him because I don't know. He played so well as kind of the goofy guy against Ollie Straight Man that I don't know who I don't know who he's going to play against on the Flash. I thought he <clears throat> would have been great as just another addition to the Arrow team helping Oliver, you know, take down these bad guys. I thought he was good in that role. Don't know how he's going to be trying think, to carry an entire show I by himself. I think the Arrow cast is getting a little big, a little large. Much like the Batman universe. I can't wait till they kill Sarah. Oh, I'm excited for that. If they I, don't kill Sarah, I'm going to be pissed. If Deathstroke doesn't do it in front of Ollie, I'm going to be pissed. It's breaking my heart the way he's treating Felicity. It's making me very, very sad. Because I, I want that romance to blossom. I think Emily Bet Rickard, Rich Richards, Emily Bet Rickards, yeah. the girl that plays Felicity, I think she surprised the creators of the show, the writers, the fans, with how good she is and how likable she is. Because now everyone wants Alicity. Everyone's like, fuck Laurel. Who Ollie's supposed to be with. You're supposed to want Laurel and Ollie to be together. But everyone's like, fuck that. We need to do Felicity and Ollie. I know, that's and what I'm pulling for. Can't. I want that Ollie. so bad. <laughs> but we got a little flash of the Flash costume. Which is really just the side of his, the side of his helmet. His mask. His profile. His profile. Side of his helmet. I saw a, a, it was a <coughs> head picture. Yeah, his, his whole head is in the Well, in the we don't get to see the top of it. Like Ian said earlier, he may have a cone head. Oh, oh, no. What if he has a savage dragon fin? <laughs> I'm okay with fins. Not so much mohawks. Ah, Storm, I'm looking at you. You don't like Storm's mohawk? I don't like Storm's mohawk. I don't like Gladiator's mohawk. I don't like Omax Mohawk. I don't. I generally don't like Mohawks in comic books. I think Storm's Mohawk is acceptable. Gladiators is a little goofy, but I'll still go with it. Isn't Omax Mohawk backwards? Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is correct. So, Matt, what did you think about our, our brief glimpse at the Flash costume? I thought it looked pretty good. It's a little dark for my tastes because I don't like dark things. You know what I mean, Ian? And I... Oh, no. I thought that oh, it could no. have been redder. <laughs> it was a little too blood red, like, Big even bag. deeper than that. It was like it was like the red in Superman Returns. Like, it was almost a maroon. Very, very... A lot of, a lot of K in that. Yeah, yeah, a lot um, of K in, in that in CMYK the, build. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was my, my only problem with it, really, is that it looks really dark. I think with 
Marvel's kind of spoiled us in a way because they've been the tone, the entire tone of their movies has been lighter, and that's allowed for a lot of the costumes to be a little bit brighter, a little more like their comic book inspirations. So to see the Flash costume lean toward that dark side, like the like Superman's costume in Man of Steel, I was a little let down. See, especially being a television show, which I feel like is probably even lighter than a feature film. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't watch it, but I'm probably not the best person to comment on it. But I feel like a TV show just has maybe a, a lighter vibe anyway. Not quite as heavy. So... Arrow's pretty heavy. It's pretty heavy. There's a lot of... Well, that that would explain why Arrow's... Basically, it looks like Arrow is dressed in black, really. I mean, I know... I wish you would watch it. I think if you gave it a chance, and I have faith that you would give it a chance, that you would find some enjoyment in it, Matt. I really do. I would. I'm... Contrary to... To my podcast brethren's belief... Say Paul. Say Paul. Paul. I give shit a fair shake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think you would like Arrow. In fact, isn't Arrow on Netflix? And you have Netflix, right? I do. You're a, you're not doing anything this coming weekend. Actually. What? The the, the Clone Wars is coming out is on it? Friday. Alternate between Clone Wars and Arrow. Mm, no. Binge. Binge. Star binge. Wars takes precedence over everything else. That is true. I will be watching the Clone Wars, though. Well, you're, let's have a Clone Wars party. Slumber oh. party. Slumber right here. Clone Wars at slumber the party. Studios. I would be 100% okay lining up in the McSoft Studios and just watching the Clone Wars from start to finish. Oh, so you're saying you want to do this? Yeah, I'm all in. All right, Friday night. Let me figure out how to back out of this real quick. Friday <laughs> night. You're in. You're <laughs> in. I'm in. Is that when it gets released Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Now, we only have over 100 episodes to do Friday night. So, so bring, bring your Red Bull. Bring your Red Bull. Or your Venom, if you prefer. I'm going to bring my Death Sticks. How about that? Oh, little star. I'm going to bring my Monster Energy drink, because they're sponsors. We could bring show. our pipes. Monster sponsors That's this right. show? Our show? Our tobacco pipes, not like... Cock smoking pipes. Now, Paul, do you own a pipe for smoking tobacco? Is there a cock smoking pipe? I do. I do. Or pole. So do I. I guess you no, you smoke pipe. You yeah, ride, but you said like you smoke pipe, but, you ride. But pole. you said not like our cock smoking pipes. And I was like, what? That's what you said. Yeah, well I'm, I'm talking about actual like tobacco pipes. Okay. <clears throat> right. And you what do you do? You ride a, you you can lay some pipe. You lay, I think you lay, you can lay, lay pipe, pipe, you ride, you ride pipe, pipe, but you smoke pole. You do smoke pole. But okay. you can smoke a pipe. So it just gets very confusing. Right, but you don't smoke pole. That's I true. mean, technically, I guess you could smoke, if you were really good at it, <laughs> you could smoke some pole. <laughs> I think we're stretching. <laughs> so yeah, I, so what are, yeah, I, what I think my priority, this? unfortunately, is going to have to be Clone Wars before Arrow. But like you said, maybe some alternation in there is necessary. I, I would like... I mean, you guys talk about like it's like the greatest television show ever created, so I feel like I really should give it a shot. Well, I don't think it's the greatest television show ever created. You talk like it is. But it's, really, it's, it's really good. Really good show. 
I like it a lot. You were looking for me to say, it's good, it's good, buddy. I was looking for that. I know. I, I think you were looking for Ian to say, I give it and a nine and a nine. <laughs> Which is no longer the craziest thing said on this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It is. It's, it's, I think it still is well, the craziest well, well. thing. Yeah. Because, like, Matt's... Matt's total hatred of all things Fantastic Four movie. So, so it's not insane. It's not crazy. It's just it's it's it, aggravating. It might have been it. Well, mine might have been just an overreaction, but it was built on actually seeing a movie and being excited from it. This is on some Matt's opinion is on some IMDb pictures and. Project X footage that you just watched 15 well, minutes ago. Well, at the ago. time, I hadn't seen, seen the Project X footage. Yes. So this is strictly based on stills and how I feel those actors fit the profiles of the characters that they're going to try to represent in Which the, I can, the movie. That's fine. That's your opinion. I was What I was excited about was a whole entire body of work. So I don't think it was that displaced of excitement. But it was really fucking Was I that excited? Oh, we're going to have to listen back to it again. Well, I mean, look, you gave it one point like lower than the greatest movie of all time. That's pretty high. Okay. So overall... How I'm dare a- you? Really? Like, if you think <laughs> I know. about it. Overall, I'm a little nervous about Arrow, or about The Flash, because Flash. Arrow's done such a good job, and it has a darker tone to it. But I... I don't know how well that's really going to translate into The Flash. He's a lighter character. Like, the character's not as dark. He doesn't have that dark past, that dark history behind him. So, I'm I'm kind of worried that they're doing an Aquaman and the other, Others type thing. They have a good thing going with Arrow, and maybe they're pushing it a little too hard. Another thing to be said is that The Flash's rogues gallery is more involved than what Arrow's coming up against. You know, how are they going to pull off some of those more out of, you know, larger-than-life villains that the Flash has to go up against? Is he going to be fighting a talking gorilla? Because Green Arrow doesn't have a rogues gallery. You know, I mean, you can just pull random villains from the DC Universe and throw them in Arrow, and it's going to work. And that's why that works, but Flash has a very established, very iconic set of villains that you can't really fuck around with and change all that much. I mean, I know it's like a cold gun and a boomerang and stuff like that, but will they overdo it? They In might. the TV show from, what was it, 1990, 1991? Yeah. Did, yeah. Were any of those villains, did they appear on that show? The Just, Trickster is the yeah. only one that I remember, and Mark I don't... Camel, right? Yes. And I don't remember... I don't really know the trickster from the DC comic universe. I don't really even remember what he did in the Flash TV show. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. It was so long ago. The Flash always seemed to fight like bank robbers and real world stuff in that version of the show. I I, I don't remember any real villains that he fought. I remember liking it, but I don't have I don't have a very good memory. What What is the effect that they use for the Flash? to try to show his super speed because like in reality if you're watching the flash you don't even see him do what he does so do they just make everything go in like super slow motion and he like just kind of walks through the frame and does things no it was he was sped up so he was like 
that was fast a, motion. Is that how, that's how they did it back then? <laughs> yeah, but I think that you might have hit the nail on the head, Matt. That's how they I did think it. that's how they're going to do it. That's this how time. they did it in Smallville. Okay. Where everything would oh. freeze, and Clark would just kind of walk through the scene. No, it was spe- it was sped up and blurry lines, like, lightning around them in the '80s version. If you had that ability to go that fast, where it basically felt like everybody was not moving, I would do that. Would you be all day. so tempted to do bad things? Not just like bad, like I'm going to steal money or whatever, but like just like I'd put be, people in weird poses, make them pick their nose. I'd or, be pulling girls' pants down all the time. Well, there's time. that too. Yeah, that's why we can't have superpowers. Or that particular superpower. What? Let me ask you this, Paul. What do you feel the one superpower that you would abuse more than any other power? Because um, that would probably be up there. Freezing time would probably be like pretty up there. Probably... Uh, maybe Superman's kiss of forgetfulness. Does that count? That's the crap. That fucking power. I think that uh, in vi- like X-ray vision would be particularly. It would be. It like, would, I would use that. It would be telepathy or to mind control. Mind, it would be yeah, a mind, mind control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would. Okay. Absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, that's I, the I one think, that I. I want. think that's the answer for everybody. So you would rather have mind control over, like, flight or something like that? Yeah, I think I would. I'm a crazy egomaniac, and I can think of all different kinds of things that I could do with mind control. Flight, I'd probably get hit by a plane like that, so... What about, like, invulnerability or something? I don't know. What would you do with invulnerability, Matt? Uh, Box. Box? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) That's just off the top of my head. Um, what else could you do with it? You could, like, join the... Invulnerability is a noble one, because you could become a fireman, you could be a police officer, you could be a super soldier. You could do all of those, you know, things that our heroes that we love and think that we want to be like do, if you had invulnerability. I have always leaned toward the ability to fly, like Superman, you know? Like, I just thought that it was such a cool power, so number one, you would be very popular. Everybody would love you, and, like, you'd get the checks, but then, like, if you had the ability to control people's minds, you can get whoever you want, even easier than impressing them with your ability to fly. Think about flight, though, and, like, if, say you're not invulnerable, flight would be a bad one to have. Well, no, I'd wear goggles. I would wear... And it would be real cold, so you'd always have to have, like, a flight suit on or something, and... I would dress up like Superman if I could fly. Yeah, like, but I it would be super this. cold, though, My man. business casual, like, what a freaking loser. But once you get so high, then, you, you know... Oh, I'll, I'll fly at reasonable altitudes. Just but right above the houses. But then you chance, like, maybe crashing into something, or... I won't go too fast. Okay. What about super intelligence? I was thinking about that because if you were super smart, then you might be able to build yourself an Iron Man suit so you can fly. You might be able to build yourself some kind of cerebro device where you can control minds or what. Is or super find intelligence mutants. a superpower, or is it just what people have in 
the comic book universe. Doesn't the leader have super intelligence in yeah. the Hulk universe? So yeah. let's say that that's superpower. And, cool. I, and look what it did to him. It ter- made him turn to a life of crime and villainy. Would you trade big head, green skin, super smart? No. No? no. Okay. No, but big head, green skin, mind control. Yes. Can the leader control people's minds? I don't know. Uh, I thought that that might be something that he would For do. For all you Hulk fanatics out there, write in let us know. And include it in your five-star review. In the old Flash TV show, David Cassidy of Partridge Family fame played Mirror Master. Really? Yeah, and that seems to be the only other... Uh, uh, Michael Champion was Captain Cold. So those three... I think are the only traditional Flash rogues that we're going to see in it. I don't know if we're going to dip into the rogues too much right away. I think they'll ease us into the rogues. But it's the same guys that do Arrow. They've done a really good job. They're comic book guys. You know, they're not Hollywood guys that are trying to make a buck. They're trying to make something that they'll enjoy, the fans will enjoy. So, even though the suit's a little dark, I'd like it a little a little brighter. Um... And it, I'd it, like it to see brighter, the rest of it. It's brighter than the Arrow costume. Yeah. Because, I mean, the Green Arrow is just as green as the Flash is red. And they've taken Green Arrow, and they've, taken, they've literally taken the word green out of his name, and they took it out of his costume as well. There are hints of green in the there costume. Are. And in the world that he, you know, when he's walking around as just Oliver Queen... He's wearing a lot of green, usually. There's a lot of green whole, things that highlight his world. The whole costume is green. But, but it's a dark green. But it's a it's a real dark green. He's usually in the shadows. It's all black. But every so often, he'll hit the lights in the arrow cave, and it's hey, green. The arrow cave, that's what's up right there. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd like, I want to see more of the Flash costume, because we've got such a little little tease with just the head. I want to see the rest, the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But Grant Gustin's kind of tall and lanky, and that's always the build that I thought the Flash should have. <clears throat> Whenever the Flash is drawn as like a fucking bodybuilder, that never made sense to me. Same with Peter Parker. I always thought they should be a little more, a little more nimble and agile looking than a big hulking monster. And uh, Amazing Spider-Man cartoon. Never or Spider-Man and, and his amazing friends. Wasn't he? Is that the one I'm thinking of where he was all buffed yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. N- never down. Are there any other uh, any other tidbits, news, things of that nature for DC television coming up this fall? Well, they cast Bruce Wainstein for the Gotham <laughs> TV show. <laughs> why would we? Why would we say that? Are they changing his name? Or something? Why would you say it like that? Well, because the... Uh, how old is this kid? 12 years old? Um, the kid they got to play him, David Mazouz, M-A-Z-O-U-Z, straight up Jewish. I mean, he's got Jufro for days. Are you saying that Bruce Wayne cannot be a young Jewish boy? Bruce Wayne, traditionally Anglo-cracker. It's too bad that you don't have blonde hair to go with those those eyes, you Aryan <laughs> Nazi you. 
Well, you know what? The, the, the kid that got to play Bruce, if any of our listeners watch the TV show Touch, it's that kid. It's the Touch kid. Uh, the show Touch with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. I never watched it, so I don't have any gauge on what this kid's capable of, if he's actually a good actor, if he's going to be able to pull this off. But he, I mean, his giant curly Jufro doesn't speak young Bruce Wayne to me. But I'm sure they'll clip that up, make they it a little keep more... A, keep it high and tight. A little close, more... Close crop. I'm sure they'll do that for him. I'm sure that they'll, they'll clip it up. If you take his hair off... Yeah, I'm in. I feel it. And they also cast uh, Cameron Bicon Bisondovo. Oh, yeah, that's he. That's a very difficult one to say. Uh, and that's a girl. Um, and she's going to play young Selena Kyle. Mm-hmm. And she's all right. She looks all right. As far as... Um, very cat-like. Yeah, she's got really wide-set eyes. Kind of cat-like. Now, how... What is the context of all these classic Batman characters before they are anybody? How is this going to work? Your guess is as good as mine. No, it's probably not as good as yours. Because you're you're more steeped in this whole television series thing. You probably have a better gauge on how they're going to try to manipulate the uh, comic books to fit within the context of the show. I think it's going to look a lot like a lot like Smallville. I think Smallville set a certain precedent with how they make young characters and tie tie characters that you know, like Clark doesn't meet until he's well into adulthood. Yeah, but it's Smallville back when he's a teenager. It, it's Smallville, but not focusing on the main character of that environment. I'm not 100 percent in favor of yeah. Gotham, the TV series as it is. Yeah, I mean, the thing that makes the whole Batman universe exciting is Batman. Yeah, everyone likes the bad guys. You know, Batman has the best bad guys and all that shit. But you don't have any of those without the centerpiece, which is Batman. Do you think that they could have done this, a lot of the things that they want to do, with having Commissioner or Detective Gordon as the main character and have him be younger? Do you think that they could have done all this stuff but just made him younger and have... Batman be around the same age that he is and have him be around in the picture, have all the rogues be involved and be their correct ages. I think that they thought too far out of the box with this one. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons uh, Gotham Central, the comic series, was so successful because it took place during Batman's years. The universe that we all know and are interested in. Batman wasn't in every issue. He wasn't... He was like a guest star every so often. But he was still in that universe. You still got to see him. Do you think they decided to stay away from that because they don't want to infringe on what is going to be going on in the movies? Because there's a very clear direction that they seem to be wanting to take Batman cinematically. Unlike Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles who have... Who... Whoever's creating Ninja Turtles seems to have no problem doing different versions, alternate timelines, from, you know, like two different comics, to the cartoon, to the movies, all kinds of different shit. But DC is so protective, Warner Brothers, I should say, is so protective of the Batman brand that I don't, I feel like they're treating the general public with kid gloves and they're saying, oh, we can't, we can't put Batman on TV because that's going to conflict with our big money maker which is supposed to be Man of Steel 2. Yeah, but we've gotten different versions of Batman in the past. 
Beware the Batman, uh, the Batman TV show that changed right. a lot those of are, those are kids' cartoons. Yeah, Warner Brothers you know. has always balked at putting Batman on TV. Batman would be perfect on TV because it is Arrow. it's called Arrow. But you know, Warner Brothers just won't do it. That's what I'm saying. You called it a perfect show, greatest show ever made. Well, I wouldn't say it's the greatest show ever made. Perfection's hard to beat. So here's a question. It sounds to me like basically what Gotham is is a cop show with these really colorful, outrageous villains, rogues gallery. Could be. Why not just make a Dick Tracy TV show? Like, oh, that would be great. I would love that. Wouldn't that be killer? You're not a Dick Tracy guy? Are you guys fucking with me? No, I really <laughs> like Dick Tracy. I still have a Dick Tracy fucking blanket on my bed. Currently? Yes. Right now? Right now? Yes. The bed you sleep in? Yes. If I, so if I go to the Sauce Pussy Palace, I'm going to see a Dick Tracy yes. blanket on the bed. When I get home, I'll take a picture of it. <laughs> yes. Uh, I want a picture of you in the bed with like the blanket. <laughs> <pulled> <laughs> um, I would not be interested in a Dick Tracy TV show. No, I was only not? marginally interested in the Dick Tracy. I had TV. a ton of those character, uh, those action figures. No. Like I was, I was no, heavily I had, steeped had, in Dick I Tracy. Had none of that stuff. Really cool cop. Like Dick Tracy, I think is just as cool as James Gordon. And then you have, like, this very interesting rogues gallery, exactly what they're doing with this show. You know, the Dick Tracy rogues gallery, like, granted, it's kind of like a lot of variations on the Penguin, but it's still a pretty iconic group of characters. What, like, where where is your disinterest in, in this? No space? Um, it's just not, it just never interested me. Like, the whole, like, 20s gangster thing. Mm-hmm. The setting. What if they made it contemporary? But, you know, there were, there were a lot of... That's actually a good A idea. lot of that retro, you know, design and styling in Batman, the animated series. And that was great. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know what it was. Something about just the whole Dick Tracy package. I was maybe, the never... movie, maybe the movie just wasn't quite your cup of tea, but I think kind of like the, the raw materials for some really amazing shit are there. Would you would you want to see them make Dick Tracy like Arrow? Kind of darken it up? Make it real world? Like, he's not going to have a bright yellow slicker on. Um, Flat Top's not going to have, you know, like the big pancake head. You know, part of what I liked about the movie was that they didn't shy away from making it outrageous looking. It's like, oh, yeah, the guy has a ridiculously flat head. Let's do that in the movie. The only thing I wish is that they would have had Warren Beatty actually do that, like, boxy kind of Mm -hmm. hook nose thing and look a little bit more like his comic book counterpart the way everybody else looked like their comic book counterparts. But, hey, it's Warren Beatty. He's directing the thing. He's too good looking to fuck up with prosthetics. But somehow it was okay for Al Pacino. Yeah, I'll just forget that. But anyway... Um, Madonna was the blank. Who saw that coming? I didn't. I was sad. I love the blank. How did the blank you was like was that her Boba name? Fett. She, well, it was, she was breathless Mahoney, but there was also another character with a blank face called the blank. What? And it was like Boba Fett. And then it was a fucking chick. So the Google. So was Samus Aran. And Metroid. Right. I know. Those things happen like back to back to me in my world. I'd have killed myself. 
Anyway, I think that actually, now that we're talking about it, a Dick Tracy television series, that would get me watching TV every yeah. week. Yeah. You like it that much? Did you read the comics? No, I never read the comics. I, I, but, I mean, I saw, I have the TV show mm-hmm. on, uh, like the old cartoon on DVD. Uh, it's not very watchable, but it, visually it's so cool. But like I said, I feel like there are all the components there to make something amazing, especially for like a contemporary audience. It just hasn't happened yet. It, I guess it kind of did in 1990. They could even do it set. You know, back in the, in the uh, was it the 30s or the 40s? I think the 30s. They could even do it then and have that like that old timey feel that everybody like you know like um, what Boardwalk Empire shit yeah. like that. I think people would Road get behind that. Another comic book. It's true. Which I never read. I never read that either. I never read a, his- a history of violence either. I never read, but I did see the movie. I saw the movie. Great movie. Never saw, never read or saw Ghost World. Saw Ghost World. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Paul would fucking hate it. Probably. He already hates it. I've I've hated it since before you said you loved it, and I've never seen it. Young Scarlett Johansson. We hate that. I like old Scarlett Johansson. I like, I like young Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. Pre-reduction. What did she have reduced? Her nose. Her nose, Matt. Mm-hmm. I'll take her any way that I can get her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, if I had mind control powers, <laughs> I would have said, your back feels fine. You don't need to reduce those those sweet mamas. I feel great. I'm going to go do yoga. Yay. That's why so you don't have out. superpowers. That's why that's we're not the brotherhood of exactly. evil douchebags. <laughs> But that's not that evil. It's not like you're you want to take over the world. You just want to take over. That is a baby step to taking over the world. Making a chick have nice heavy hooters that she doesn't want to have. Oh no no. Let's be clear. That mind control scenario happens after I've made her have sex with me a billion times. That mind control scenario happens before you even brush your teeth in the morning. That is like one little teeny <laughs> tiny thing. I'm like, all right, off the world domination, sweet tits. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, we are we are well down the road of villainy by the time that conversation happens. That's not step one. Oh, I don't. I, I need you to. I don't need you to save your back. Would you do anything good? Yeah, is there anybody out there that would save the world? Who would fight us? They'd be fucked. They don't want to be us. They don't want to come and be part of the brotherhood. They wouldn't, because there are people out there that don't think like we do. Who are these people? Matt would probably draw a line at some point. Yeah, we'd have to fight him. With my flight. (laughs) (laughs) That's not going to do very well. Wait, we both can't have mind control then. (laughs) Why not? What if we you can? control each other? And then we can cancel each other out. So then... Right, yeah. and that okay. creates like a cancellation force field, so I have to get you two So together. all you do is fly in this scenario. You don't want to choose another power. Do you want invulnerability? We'll grant you that. Usually goes with flight and super strength. 
Want that? But yeah, then just, we'll just yeah, make you run in a circle yeah, forever. Give me the smorgasbord of Superman ability. Okay, so you want that? Do you want cold breath? That's a debatable one. Can we do classic Superman abilities? The, not have, silly. Does it? Well, you silly were ta- weird shit. Fuck you! You were talking about the memory kiss. That's because I didn't. I didn't get the mind control yet. <laughs> I was working okay, my way there. We're throwing out cold breath. Dude, that counts. That counts. Cold breath counts. No color forms. Chest piece. No. The Thank list you. is invulnerability, mm-hmm. flight, mm-hmm. super strength, mm-hmm. heat vision, mm-hmm. super speed, speed, cold breath. That's the list. I'm fucking taking that. Okay, that over our mind control. So you're taking all of that, mm-hmm. that Superman package. Okay, yeah, over mind control. Yes. Okay, and we only get mind control in this scenario, but there's two of us. True. So, am I, do I have to like kill you guys? Is that I don't know. What would you do? Would you kill us? Well, I mean, I'm do you get Superman's right like guilt for in like? I, no, I see you both, and I would shoot one laser out this eye. You, and this is before you're the like the the electrical signal can like reach your your brain to even think. Oh, I have to make him do whatever, so that way he doesn't. And before you even finish that thought, your but you face don't know. Is that, but, but you don't know that we're evil quite yet. So in that time, we've already controlled the minds of the smartest men now, on the, Earth. You, your mind control is it? Is it? That's awfully ambitious, Ian. <laughs> well, you said we've already controlled the minds of. I was like, all the chicks on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> well, all the chicks on Earth are going to be a human shield to stop us from Matman. <laughs> All the dudes on Earth are going to be human shield. Oh, oh. Yes, we wouldn't want to do that. But you don't know. Batman doesn't know that we're evil quite yet. He's but just we like, don't oh, know Batman is plotting against us. Is we're he? still holding a podcast every week. <laughs> but at some point, I'd like to think we're going to notice he's getting a little uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true, because we're... Because we're gonna reach making gonna, chicks not have breast reduction. He's like, ah, oh, that doesn't seem with cool. All that stuff. We're gonna reach a certain level of opulence, and he's gonna be like, man, I don't, I don't, where are they getting all this shit from? I might have to do something. So it's really, it, it but really then Batman would to, probably come and talk to us and try to reason with us before using his like super strength and. And that's when and, we decide we gotta kill him. Since we have mind control, can we talk to each other? No. No. Now, is your mind Damn control, it. like, it, as far-reaching as, as your imagination will carry it? No. Let's I say you like, have to be looking at the person. How is that fair? I imagine it like preacher mind control. Like the word of God. Oh, we get Whereas that. it doesn't have limits, like, but, like, you have to hear me say it. And then, but then, like, I can go half the world away and you still do what I say. Right. Okay. Right. Okay, okay I like to that. take effect... We have to basically be face to face. So we could say, well, eat no, the rest the word, of that Halloween candy no, the and then word leave, and you would do that. Doesn't right. the word also Which I might work, do without you telling me to do that. The word also works over the phone. Okay. The word, Skype. The, word, the word works as long as you can hear it and understand the word. That's why they sent French assassins to take out Jesse, and he tried to use the word on them, oh. and it didn't work because they didn't understand English. I should have taken those Spanish lessons. <laughs> How am I gonna kill with Sofia Vergara? Because she can't speak English, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <clears throat> no, you just control a translator. Wait, mm. that wouldn't work. 
For some reason, I thought you were going to say transsexual. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. whoa. Maybe I am going to have to intervene here faster than I thought. You know who would stop us? Damn you, Matman. Dominic. Dominic. Yeah, Dom's like even purer than Matman. Matman's pretty pure, but I think we can take this fucker out. Matman will like, you know, if you... Oh, Vince, I got Trivision. How can I forget Superman's Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's already, X- that's already copped to using extra vision all the time. So, you know, we got some time with this kid, but young Master Dominic. Pure at heart. We'd have to take him out right away. Does he get... Okay, as so then... As soon as we're done recording this. Just in case. In case he gets superpowers. In case we get superpowers. Dom, if you're listening to this, that means that our evil plot has failed. <laughs> So when I see you at the comic book store and I'm looking at you a little funny, don't don't worry, don't worry about that. Doesn't mean I'm gonna push you out the window or anything like that. What the fuck were we talking about? Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy. I would not be interested in in a Dick Tracy TV show. The like it has a lot of the same trappings as, as Batman, and Batman's exciting, but something about Dick Tracy. Is it because he has no superpowers and he's just punching mugs in the face? Batman, Tracy, he likes the, the superpowers. The spirit, yeah, but he has like more gadgets and shit like that. I don't know. Dick, Dick Tracy, Tracy has watch. that watch. He does have that watch, but now everybody that has like Motorola can have that watch too. True. Mm-hmm. Samsung has like the 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 video watch or whatever it is. Does that now. seem lame to anybody? It seems lame and outdated to me. The, the video the, watch? The yeah, Samsung I don't want to do that. Yeah, I don't want to do the same I feel like we've reached a point with smartphones where things like the video watch and the Google Glass are just fucking corny at this point. Well, I haven't tried Google Glass, but Kevin Smith did on his podcast and... He made me wish that I could. Can I see those for a second, Kevin? Let me try them. I like. To try I want. Them. I just. He made me want to try them so bad. The the watch thing though, like, how is that different than it does everything your phone does, but you don't have to like look at your your wrist. It just and it's way smaller. I don't understand the point. Yeah, like we're past the point where the smaller is is better. Phones now. They're just getting lighter. They're not really getting smaller and tinier. They're getting bigger, dude. Yeah. Like the, I think every version of the new iPhone, they keep increasing. Like, the rumor is that the next iPhone is going to have an even bigger screen than the what the current one has. Bigger screen size, less, like, border around it, I guess. I think, I could be wrong, but I think it's actually increasing in width this time. Have you guys ever seen, like, the, the Note? Like, the, the uh, Samsung Galaxy yeah. Note? Yeah. Those giant What are those called? Books? Phablets? Is that yeah. a phone tablet They thing? seem excessive, but they when you actually are watching video on them or something, it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I wouldn't want to lug that thing around all the time, but... Is it... I, I have an iPad Mini, which is kind of in that realm. Maybe it's a little bigger than a than a Note, but it, it's a good size. I I like to like watch movies or whatever on it. Mm. I guess they could update Dick Tracy's gear and kind of make him a little more Batman-ish. Google Glass. Yeah, that, that'd have That'd to awesome. do. That'd have to do modern day Dick Tracy. I, I think you could. You give him. The yellow coat, but don't... I mean... Or what if you, you just could, do old-timey Dick Tracy and give him, like, the shit we have and have him go against Flat Top and those dudes? 
guess not. Could be. Could be cool. Your both of your excitement for Dick Tracy is surprising to me. I love Dick Tracy. It's great. Your disdain for it is surprising to me. I mean, I don't have disdain for it. I'm just more disinterest. It's neither here nor there. I mean, I think he fits a lot of the profile, the things that you do like. So there's so much overlap. I I just don't understand necessarily like why you're just like, "Eh." yeah, just never, just never did it. I had, I had a ton of those figures, man, and maybe that might have been a reason why. Were those the same builds as the police academy figures? You could be right. I'm not totally sure. With, like, they looked, like, bow-legged, like all of them had been butt-fucked before they got packaged. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember going to Hills and picking up of a, you do. a these gang of these. Ones, like they, now they have, that I look they at... They all look like they have giant heads. They have, yeah, I was going to say they have big heads, and it looks like... It looks like Warren Beatty has, like, lipstick on in this piece here. But I fucking love these guys. That summer, man, these dudes fought wars in my living room. I hope they all died. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. But they're such a weird size that they could only fight, like, Ninja Turtles and Food Fighters. That, those were the only, like, food fighters. interconnection these, that they could Tracy have. These Tracy figures remind me of Cops. I was never a big Cops guy. I didn't like that show. Matt, do you remember Cops? Not the what you gonna do. Ones. Uh, y- vaguely, yeah. I think they look like the Police Academy figures. Look up the Police Academy figures in your own time. We are recording a podcast here. A central organization of police specialists is what Cops stood for. But I had I had a bunch of those figures. I was into the show. I thought it stood for Citizens Under <clears throat> Control. Which is... Please, going back to Police no. Academy. Police Academy 4? No. Um, which is weird for me because I don't... I guess it was it was so fantastic enough. Like, they were all like cyborgs and they had powers and the bad guys were crazy. Yeah, it was enough like, away from just standard police. Yeah. Like, G.I. Joe, those were just army dudes. Yeah. Fuck those dudes. I don't give a but shit. But Cobra gave it but that Cobra was extra great. little taste of... You didn't like G.I. Joe? I didn't. No, I didn't. Really? I had maybe three or four G.I. Joes like, as a kid. I thought I didn't you have said, any vehicles. fuck those guys, the G.I. Joe, like... I, mean, I did. Yeah, that I was never cool. interested in You know, in fuck the Joes. Transformers, really. Fuck it, them up, they're transforming assholes. It blows assholes. my mind it's, that you don't like Transformers a, It's not for everyone. It's not for it's everyone. It's not for everyone, Ian. That's the thing you have to understand. I thought it Robots was. Robots in disguise? Not for everyone. I thought it was. No. G.I. Joe, you had to wear... If you were a good guy, you had to wear a mask. Like, was it uh, Firefly had a mask? It was Barbecue had, like, a helmet, snake eyes. Duke didn't have a mask. Well, I didn't like him. He was a faggot. And, he was, and he was the only I'm just kidding. That I did like. <clears throat> really? That uh, doesn't surprise the me at all. The that I liked was Duke. I didn't like Duke. I just didn't. What about Flint? No beard? Were you more of a Flint Whenever I was a little kid, you had to have a beard, just like currently. If you're a man, you have to have a beard. Shipwreck. Beard. Shit, I, bet, I bet Paul liked Shipwreck. Shipwreck. That's yeah, the little sailor outfit. He was funny, though. Gun, he no. was cool. Oh, he did. Mr. Chest tattoo, no sleeves. I'm going to put it in your wiener. In your yeah. wiener? Ooh, he's going to put it in your wiener. That's, that's how, some kinky That's stuff. how gung-ho rolled. Yeah. Ouch. 
Joes were just never never interesting. I think I, I like Duke because he was like the leader. Not necessarily because he was an interesting character design. Blonde hair, blue eye, you know, that thing. You right. do kind of Roadblock. Like, who's your favorite uh who's your favorite turtle? Leonardo. Blonde leader. hair, blue eyed, <laughs> blue mask. He's my favorite turtle too. The leader. Swords. Right. Right. But I, I never liked Snake Eyes. I loved Snake Eyes. He was yeah, the only one. Eyes. But ironically, blonde-haired and blue-eyed. He should have been black. He should have been Asian. Right? I always expected... He should have been Japanese. I always wanted Snake Eyes and Destro to be black. Those should have been bad black dudes. But then it, Snake Eyes takes his shit off from like a fucking... White guy. When does he take it? His shit off in the cartoon. Did he ever? I don't think he does in the cartoon. But you know he's a he's, a he's a white guy with blonde hair. Yeah, I you think, know he's a man. I think it was a Marvel Comics thing where you found out what Snake Eyes looked like. Right. They went into his origin. I don't think they did that in the cartoon. I didn't like GI Joe all that much, but I collected those GI Joe Marvel cards. Do you remember? You guys don't remember that. I collected... Yes, the, I do remember those. Do you? Yes. No, you don't. No, I do. They do came you? out after the Marvel Superhero series. Of yeah, cards. yeah, yeah. Those were the only kind of cards that I ever... Those and Batman and Return of the Jedi cards. I didn't collect baseball or basketball or hockey cards. I collected those things. So, I... And I remember in the Marvel comic books that they had Snake Eyes' backstory. You found out who he was and right. how he lost his voice and all that shit. How did he lose his voice? Um, in in the movie, don't they? Uh, he, he gets his throat cut or something like that. Is that in the movie or also in the comic? I thought that's what happened. He got his throat sl- slit by Storm Shadow. I thought that got me was there. how I it went. I thought he could talk. He just never did. I thought he couldn't. I it, thought it was some vile silent shit that he took. I thought he couldn't talk. <clears throat> I don't know. Does anybody watch the new G.I. Joe cartoon? I didn't even the know hub? there was one. <laughs> right, like currently? Not from like Cur- seven years ago? Like currently. Either two years removed or currently on the hub. I didn't even know that existed. It's pretty good. Check it out. I think that you can get it on Netflix. Is so. the hub You're going to have to get fucking Netflix. Is the hub a TV channel? It is. It's Hasbro's TV channel. So it's that's a, where it's a radio station. That's where you can find My Little Pony is on the hub. Transformers Prime is on the hub. Mm. G.I. Joe. Paul, are you a brony? No. Such weird shit. So you're not a brony either then? No, no. But a one of my coworkers knows about how nerdy I am and the things that I would pick up on. And she made reference the other day to Gem and the Holograms mm. and, like, trapped me in a dorky kind of like, oh, yeah, 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 those people in there, they're the misfits. Yeah, it's just like, you're such a fucking idiot. It's like, <laughs> oh, you knew I was going to know who Gem and the Holograms were. I'd rather do She-Ra than Gem and the Holograms. Like, like, do or watch? Or watch. Well, both. Now that you bring it up, but I'm what I meant was, I would be more more interested in Shira than Gemini Holograms. But That's that probably watch. has has more to do with the uh, 
the He-Man connection then. Well, yeah. The actual product. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I guess so. I think She-Ra was better. That's is She-Ra equally as unwatchable as Masters of the Universe? I would imagine that yes, is. Yes, it is. Okay. I haven't watched She-Ra in a very long time, but She-Ra is way hotter than Gem or any of the holograms. Princess of Power. So there's a there's a cover to um, DC's current Masters series, and like Orko's the bad guy in it, and um, like Shira's on the cover and she's being mind controlled. Oddly enough. Oh, that's so hot. <laughs> I, I forget who does the artwork for it, but it's a it's a really cool looking cover, and I think it's also a really hot cover. There's some Adam. Uh, it says that this is Adam Hughes, but this is Adam Hughes. Uh, no, but it, it's it's like not him. Hughes. But that's what it says it is. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Princess of Power, female, He Man. I don't know why they had to put that rainbow on that. Why she had her uh, what, a on rainbow? Pegasus rainbow unicorn horse. thing? Yeah, I mean, did it have to go that route? They like, were trying to get the female market. Yeah, I guess so, but I don't know. Shifting gears to comic books. Both He-Man books by DC are pretty entertaining. I haven't been reading either of them. I I don't really care about mashing stuff up like that. Doesn't have any I don't have any interest in in the DC I don't, yeah, like, especially properties that make no sense at all, and it's like, whatever you come up with just isn't going to jive. It's it's going to be like, oh, okay, this is very contrived. Like, that kind of... But the way the, the book we're talking about is DC Universe vs. Masters of the Universe. Mm-hmm. And it's it's good. Like, the they don't make shit up. Like the because what's nice is this. It's all based on actual events. All based on actual events. The cool in for this is that He Man's mother is from Earth. Right. So they make it so that the Earth she's from just happens to be the DC Earth. So that there's an actual connection there. Yeah. And they also make the connection that you know Swamp Thing is the avatar of the Green for Earth. While Mossman is, is the, the avatar, avatar of the green, green for, for Eternia. Yeah, that's cool. So there yeah, are, actually is pretty cool. There yeah. are actual connections that they make in this book that that actually brings it all into one universe. And it isn't just some blatant thing to get two properties smashed together. Like yeah. Marvel versus DC. Yes. In the Amalgam universe. Mm-hmm. Paul, did you ever read that? Because that came out before you got into comic books. Have you ever had the pleasure... Of going back and, and reading those four issues, which the fans voted on who would win those fights. Did they really? I don't remember that. That's I didn't read those. I've never read those. You so. never read them? No, man. It held. I have no interest in it. Even at the time, like Even you weren't buying time. into the hype as a like a impressionable comic book fan. Really? That's incredibly surprising to me. Trailblazer. I mean, that's all I can say about myself. I Innovative. read. Uh, I think it was the third issue when most of the fights went down. And, and even at the time, I remember reading Wolverine defeated Lobo. 
And if you read the comic books, you know that there's no way Wolverine could beat Lobo. Like, Lobo would kill Wolverine in about two seconds. And at the time that those came out, it's kind of amazing that Wolverine got... that the fans voted for Wolverine because Lobo was equally as popular. I think at that time, Wolverine has since leapfrogged him by many, many steps. But at that time, in like I the early it, to mid-90s, certainly it's much very closer, close. But I, I still think Wolverine had a, a lot more uh, mainstream appeal even then. Yeah. Um, but, but Lobo was definitely a, a common... A common comic book name. And I think that is pizza, folks. We will be back. Welcome back to the McSauce Comic Book Podcast. We had a interesting cheeseburger pizza break. Wouldn't you say? Yes, I would. What made it so interesting? The fact that we had double cheeseburger pizza. with There were pickles on your pizza. Like big pickle slices. I typically despise that kind of nonsense on my food items. We know you prefer bun, burger patty, cheese, maybe a little barbecue sauce. Barbecue (laughs) sauce. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But this, however, this double cheeseburger pizza, five stars, nines all the way across. (laughs) It was the Thor the Dark World pizza special. It was pretty good. I wasn't really sure what to expect, but uh, I was looking. For, I wanted something a little different tonight, and I think this this met my expectations. Pizza count: three and three cheese sticks. Matt, uh, one and four cheese sticks. You are a cheese stick maniac. You always <laughs> gobble up those cheese sticks, man. It's not always gobbling up. Oh. oh! Two and two. The double deuce. Deuce, deuce, y'all. Deuce, deuce. Those slices were pretty big, though. The I pizza? Thought, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were. You are in, you're a monster tonight. Well, you just you know, went what? right at it. Like If I um, if I go to sleep <laughs> before the podcast is over, blame the double cheeseburger pizza. Like, do you realize that you just ate four cheeseburgers? Well, I only had two pieces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, I see what you did there. Cheeseburger pizza humor, folks. <laughs> so, before we kicked off the podcast earlier, we all uh, watched the Arkham Knight trailer for the new Batman <laughs> video game. And this Arkham series, man, holy <laughs> shit, is this shit popular. Um, I've never played it. I probably will never play it. But uh, I guess it looks kind of neat. And people people love it. I played the original Arkham Asylum for approximately an hour and a half, and then was like, oh, this is too much for my <laughs> old ass, and I was out! I played the original Arkham Asylum. Couldn't think of the name. Because they keep changing it. It's Arkham week. something. Yeah, Arkham... Arkham double... Is kind of stupid. Arkham like, double cheeseburger it's pizza. Ar- <laughs> it's Arkham Asylum, and then they changed... The, they made the sequel. The, the Asylum's not enough, because the first game takes place inside the Asylum. Second one, you know, it's got to be bigger, it's got to be bigger, and they decided that it's going to be in the city. Can't call it Gotham City. 
Batman Gotham City. No, no, no. Arkham is the uh, the way that they brand. Like I feel like so they can lose was, the Batman. It was Arkham <laughs> Asylum. Yes, and then it was Arkham City. City. Correct. And this one is Arkham Continent. Well, there was no Arkham, there- Arkham Origins was the one that came out recently where we go back. Right. It's kind of a storyline that takes place like earlier on in Batman's career, which is kind of funny though because it's not an origin story. Even though they call it Arkham Origins. and It doesn't it, take place before the first Arkham Asylum video game? It does take place before the first Arkham Asylum video game. I would say the chronology so far would be Arkham Origins, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City. And it looks like this new one, Arkham Knight, takes place somewhere closer to Arkham Origins. I, I want to say it might be before Arkham Origins. So this one might be the Not first... Yeah. Yeah. I I think. I don't know. <clears throat> so I One year the- after the events of Arkham City. Oh, so it takes place so this is the the final game in the okay. Well Well, there's no way. It makes too much money. Yeah. If it sells well, right. Arkham Infinity game. will be the next one. And the, then Arkham Forever. I played Arkham Asylum and I beat it. I played Arkham City and got so far until I lost interest. And I'm... I would say that I'm probably somewhere around halfway done with the Arkham Origins game. And I've played that. I think these are some of the best video games ever made. I mean, it's taking a brand and a property that we all love, Batman, which was just meant to be not just a comic book. I mean, it works television, movies, video games. And... They just create such a great atmosphere. They created, like, the best hand-to-hand combat, like, ever in a video game. Batman's, like, doing flips over people, and, like, you can, like... Somebody throws a punch at you, you can hit a button, and you'll, like, counter it and break their arm, or... Things like that. So, it, it just takes Batman to a level that he never was at in previous video game interpretations and it's just fun what and and it's not just the gameplay that's so great i mean it's got great graphics and it also takes it's not just the graphics but it's also the art style of it they take everything that has worked in the last 20 years of 25 years of batman and they meld it into this one kind of definitive version. So you're getting you're getting elements from the Tim Burton version of Batman. Like we just watched the trailer, right? That that the Batmobile is featured prominently in that trailer, and it was it was a mix between Tim Burton's Batmobile and the Nolan Batmobile. I don't Am think I right? it was that close of a mix. I think it was just a different variation of the Tumbler. <clears throat> Uh, I'm gonna disagree. I if think you that put the it, was, it, it was didn't feel as lumbering mix. as the tumbler. Um, I mean, that's about it. It, it seemed it like it was a little quicker on its on its treads. It had uh, design wise. It's kind of the tumbler. I think that it it looks like a blend of the two. I mean, the 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 fire coming out of the back is exactly from the Tim Burton version. That is correct. Um, and I think that the body, while still bulky, looked more car-like this time versus 
the tumbler looked almost more tank or SUV like. It was used more car like in that trailer. You it know, was same fishtailing around corners. Yeah. It didn't look it didn't look as as tank like. Right. But I don't I don't think it and resembled the burden. The Batman armor featured in this, because he, he's wearing, no doubt, a high-tech suit of armor. Yeah. I think that's pretty smart, actually. I think that that's almost what DC should be going for. If you're going to make it a realistic version, it, it I, I think that Batman would wear some kind of armor like this, and it makes sense. I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, I, was, I was in with... The design of the Batman suit in uh, this it's, new Arkham game. It's very reminiscent of the the Nolan version, but <clears throat> in the first couple Arkham games, you voice Batman with uh, Kevin Conroy, and all of a sudden it feels like the animated one, but it's just a little darker, and it's got like... A, goth- a gothic bent to it as well, so it's bringing in elements like Tim Burton style elements, and it's just this perfect blend. And you wouldn't think necessarily that all those different versions could make up one definitive version, but maybe it does. What's nice about the <coughs> Arkham Batman design, and particularly for Arkham Knight, is that it uh, it. Pretty much is the more armor-heavy Chris Nolan suit, but the color is a little more definitive. So it looks like Batman. The body's gray. The cape and collar black. It's not just the belt's one, like a goldish yellow. Yeah, it's not just yeah. one black yeah. suit taking all the character out of it like Chris Nolan did. Right. Like it, it, it's a good blend of all the things we like about Batman. Yep. So I guess this game is like. The previous versions of the games came out on the last generation of systems, like the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. I think the new one is coming out for, like, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. And so I guess it's going to have even better animations and even better graphics. But we don't really know, because that movie was... It was CGI. It was really good CGI because it fooled some of the people that watched it. Some of one. Into thinking that they were actually watching a, a real Batman movie trailer. It looked really slick. Yeah. It was really, really good job on the uh, Rocksteady crew for you know providing that trailer and, and hooking it up the way that it did. It got me excited for a game that I'm more, more than likely, I won't buy a PlayStation 4 I'm probably not going to ever play this game, but man, that got got me up to watch some Batman, to read some Batman, to get back, you know, immersed in that character. See, one of the great things about that game series is that they understand Batman. So when you play it, you you don't just run, walk through the streets and beat people up. There are elements to it where you have to be more stealth-like. So you're hiding in the shadows. Mainly, you're hiding up above. That's like the whole kind of the, the crux of the game. You're, you have your grappling hook and you shoot it and like your character goes to like the top of a building or like on a gargoyle or rafters or something. And then you try to like attack from above and then take back to the sky or whatever and go back up and stay hidden. But it also incorporates elements of like detective work where at least in the Arkham origins game 
you go to like crime scenes and try to reconstruct what happened with these like kind of cool like videos and some of your high tech equipment. It's really really cool. Like they understand Batman completely. I mean, even the first two games were written by Paul Dini. Mm-hmm. I like that these games are. I mean, these games are tentpole video game staples. This game, the Arkham series, is considered like a Grand Theft Auto, uh, a it's John Madden either. football. These are big, huge releases, like a Halo or something like that. Also, what these games did, now all of a sudden you can have a licensed product for a game come out and not suck. Like, all of a sudden it raised the bar. Now everybody has to, like, come out with... Because before you could just put Batman on a game and it's going to sell because it's Batman, but I don't think that those games would sell anywhere near what they are selling now that the bar has been raised like this. I mean, these are probably some of the best-selling video games. I mean, they're probably falling short of Grand Theft Auto Madden and Call of Duty. Not by that much, But they're, like, right there at the next tier, I think. I'd I'd say that, especially this one's going to challenge those positions. Probably. And, And I think that there's a whole generation of kids that are in their, you know, teenage kids or kids in their early 20s. The Batman that they know and are most... Uh, associated with is this Batman, this Arkham style Batman, or maybe us? It was you know the animated series or the one from the book. Most kids know this this style of Batman, this real gothic, urban looking Batman. I agree. I would like to see, at least curious to see how it would translate to the comic book page, the armored up Batman. You know, because they, they're kind of doing that now, but. All they basically did was take his underpants away and give him seams. And they say, oh, that's armor. But they're not really layering it on the way that it would really. And Paul's point about the um, the color cues, I mean, that is a very important thing. Not to just wash it all, all out in black and just make it all one monotone, boring-ass piece. It looks like the Batman that we all know just... In a protective suit that he'd have to take into battle with him. Yep. Agreed. That's it, folks. See you later. I wish I, I wish I had more to add to this whole Arkham talk, but I, I really don't. I haven't, I haven't played video games in a long time. Like the, All this stuff looks neat, but I'm not going to buy it. Me neither. I mean, I I don't think that if there was anything that would make me buy a PlayStation 4, you would think that it would be a comic book property of a great game that has a lot of thought put into it, like this video game right here. But it's just, I don't know. I don't think that I'll, I'll be getting a PlayStation 4 anytime soon. Until they have the mind control chip in PlayStation 4, I don't think I'll be buying a, a new... What do you Station. need that for when you have your own Oh, mind that's control? right. That's right. I forgot about that. If I had mind control, don't you think we'd have more uh, listeners and subscribers to the Mixos? At least more podcast? reviews. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. Give us a review. Paul, is there any other uh, interesting comic book or nerd-related news that, that has um, happened at all in the past week? Well, I was pretty excited to see, um, I I guess it's still a rumor, I don't think it's been officially announced, but it's looking pretty good that 
Adam Driver is going to be in episode 7 mm-hmm. as the bad guy. Um, Adam Driver is most known for um, playing Adam Sackler on HBO's Girls. And I really, well, I was going to say I really enjoy Girls, but I enjoy half of it because I think if they got rid of half of the characters, I would like it even more. Hmm. But uh, the main character, Hannah and Adam, and their buddy Ray and Shoshana, like there's some really interesting characters on that show. And then there's other ones that are just beyond aggravating, beyond annoying. Um, but uh, the character of Adam, played by Adam Driver, is like real kind of uh, like neurotic, uh, OCD kind of guy, and he's really interesting. And he plays the character on the edge to where, like, you don't really know if he's gonna kiss you or hit you. And there are times in the show where he can be honestly frightening. During a sex scene, he can be frightening. This sounds like just the right kind of actor for my Star Wars villain. I'm excited. Yeah, and I think if if he's able to bring <clears throat> what I've seen him bring in girls to <clears throat> the Star Wars bad guy, I'm all in. I, I, I think it'll be great. I knew nothing of him when I saw this rumor announced last week, and I thought... When I saw the picture of him, I thought, I don't know who this guy is, but he looks freaking crazy. Because the, po- the picture that they posted, it was like him like screaming, and he looked just bug-eyed and out of his mind. And I thought, wow, he would make a good villain. He almost has like a little bit of like maybe a Japanese like kind of look to him, I feel. Like, real slight. You know, like that's not his only heritage. And I... I'm almost picturing, like, this really heavily Eastern-influenced... That's the picture. This heavily Eastern-influenced, like, Sith Lord that almost looks a little samurai-like, maybe? Like, with obviously... But done in a Star Wars way. Um, Although, I have heard uh, a little bit further explanation of the rumor saying that this could be the Jason Solo from the Expanded Universe who, if you know the Expanded Universe, was one of the two twins of Han and Leia, and he ends up turning to the dark side and doing some pretty nasty shit. And, um... Like anal. Does he do that on girls? Yeah. Yeah. That's why they wanted him. Hipster dipshits in space. Ugh. It's <laughs> gonna be fucking terrible. So... He the the character of Jason Solo does not start out as a villain, so you have that whole like Anakin style arc. Do you think that he would be like a major portion? Like he's going to be the main character? Then is this what we're saying? Uh, I don't think he, he. I would see that as a a main character, but not the main character, because I think for these movies you're going to go more like with the um, the traditional hero's journey. And you're going to have, like, that that Luke Skywalker-style arc. But it would be interesting if they kind of do them simultaneously with twins. One does the Anakin while the other does Luke, and then they have to essentially fight. That could be cool. And that's basically what happens in the context of the two twins in the 
expanded universe. Do you think that they're going to be that true to the expanded universe? They've said that they're not going to be, Yeah, but people are obviously starting to speculate that maybe they are going to borrow from the expanded universe a little more than they said they would. I think that would be a good uh, tip of the hat if they did borrow from the expanded... Get some Mara Jade in there. Well, I feel like there are certain levels of expanded universe that has kind of like transcended just the expanded universe to like more Star Wars fans that just know it from the movies. So like I've read like one Star Wars novel outside of the movie adaptations. Like I read Shadows of the Empire when I was in high school. I played Shadows of the Empire on N64. I played that too. Pretty good game. That's good. I have a Luke Skywalker Shadows of the Empire figure. Yeah. So we're all involved in the Shadows of the Empire stuff. Have any of you guys read any of the expanded books? I don't know if they were official (laughs) ones. I read one where they journey to the bottom of some sea world and get Darth Vader's hand. It doesn't seem like that was official. Oh, that was the scholastic, like the kids. Yeah. Yeah, the hand of Darth Vader. Yeah, I read that one. That doesn't count, huh? I read that too. Isn't Um, part of Shadows of the Empire... The Emperor hires Mara Jade for something, and she finds Luke's hand on Bespin. That wasn't Shadows of the Empire. That was the Timothy's on Heir to the Empire. And that's trilogy. how they make Luke with two U's, and he's something the dark like that. Yeah, clone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems goofy. Was nothing he blue? Says, nothing says darkness like two vowels. Was he blue? As well, no. that was that was, was Grand Admiral war? Thrawn. Oh, uh, I thought it was okay. the the villain, the Thrawn. Star Wars version of Kitty Pride, because he also had a dragon on his shoulder. So Grand Admiral Thrawn is that higher than a Grand Moff in the, in Star Wars terms? Who knows the hierarchy? I don't think so. Grand because Moff, like Grand Moff Tarkin, was like. Is really there a regular like? But is there like a Moff regular be a like Moff? Admiral Piet? Yeah, who's clearly under. Grand Moff Tarkin. Right. So the Grand Admiral has to be between those two. Probably. Probably, yeah. So anyway, Grand Moff Tar or no, Grand, Grand Admiral Moff- Thrawn yes. is a blue character and um, he's From the, the uh, main villain of that trilogy of that trilogy of books and of the Shadows books? The Heir to the Empire's books. There was only one Shadows of the Empire book. And that's and the main villain that has like really long fingers, yeah, kinda like Sh- Space Dracula. Prince Shizor, Sizor or something. That's right. X I Z O R some nonsense. And they created a new character called Dash Rendar, who basically... <laughs> That's a Scott Lobdell created character. Who basically filled in the for um, cut, cut Han Solo while he was uh, on ice. Now, Dash Rendar. The, um, the expanded uh, characters that were created for the Heir to the Empire book, I feel like Lucas was very instrumental, I think, in kind of dictating where this went. So I believe that it was his idea to do the twins and everything. So like I, maybe I'm wrong on that, but I think that's it. And I feel like if that's the case, it's very likely that those characters will, while maybe they won't follow the exact trajectory of the way that they were in the novels, I could still see them taking them and doing something a little different with them. 
going back to Prince Shizor, um, he, I, I never read the Shadow stuff, but I've seen his picture a million times. I've seen the actual figures. I don't like ponytails. Did you used to have a ponytail? I had all long hair. Not just a ponytail. So you, did you put it in a ponytail? I did. But if you're... That was back when you liked ponytails. If you're a grunge rock star, you have to have long hair and a ponytail. I see. Did you have the shave sides baby ponytail? No, because I, had lo- I still had, you long had longer ponytail. hair, but shave, shave sides. sides longer. Long ponytail. But he always looked... This character always looked like a Star War, a Star Trek bad guy to me because he he was pretty much just green guy with forehead stuff. Yeah, little Klingon E. Yeah, maybe. I mean, never like I never looked at him and thought that guy's a Star Wars character. Hmm. I never thought of him as a Star Trek guy, but now that you mention it, maybe. Um, I'm gonna have to look him up, but uh, th- so. There's been all kinds of, like, rumors that, that have been floating around about casting for Star Wars, but some of them are really starting to pick up steam. Uh, and, and I feel like not only are they picking up steam, we are getting closer and closer and closer to this movie actually starting to film, which it, it it's going to film in April. Okay, mm-hmm. that's, like, a month away. So this shit has to be... Like decided by now, right? There it's, has to be some validity to these rumors. Like, right? This it can't the, all just be speculation and crazy talk. It has to be coming from somewhere, right? At this point, I mean, like they they have to know who's in the movie at this point, whether they've made it publicly known or not. Like, I have to think that the contracts are signed a month before shooting, right? It's got to be. It's surprising that there isn't more casting news that we don't know more definitively who's going to be in it or what. If the you know, I don't know. I wouldn't put it past them to not really have this all nailed so down. So was was Dash Rendor ship the Outrider? Yes, which is the redesigned Millennium Falcon. Yeah, um, I defy anyone to look up pictures of Dash Rendor. And say he wasn't created by Rob Liefeld. No, he totally was. He was in X Force before he was fighting the Empire. Just put a shiny eye on that motherfucker, and there you have it. Dash Rendar is like the prequel to Cable. Dash Rendar, in this action figure, he looks like Chuck Norris a little bit. Like. Yeah, he does. It's got a little... Like, they, they repurposed that Delta Force figure from the 80s. Oh, they totally did. It's made him Dash Rendar. Oh, boy. What a cool name. So, uh, I think one of the the heavy rumors is that they are going to try to incorporate this Thrawn character, because I think out of all the expanded universe Star Wars things that they've done over the years, the, um, the one character that I feel like, like I was saying, even fans of just the movies knows is this Thrawn character. They don't know exactly what he does, but within the context of the story, he was like this incredibly intelligent military commander. Like, he could... he, I guess he studied art of different cultures and races to kind of understand how those cultures and races would think, and then using that, he was kind of like able to outmaneuver and outsmart his opponents. So he wasn't, you know, a Sith Lord. He was a military guy. And I think that that's a really cool villain. Because, I mean, 
Maybe. Something different, at least. Something totally different. So the rumor is that Benedict Cumberbatch is is still in the running for this, for, for this Star Wars Episode 7. And... <laughs> And he is going... He looks the part, based on all the pictures that we've seen of um, Grand Admiral Thrawn. And, uh, and Gary Oldman is the, uh, the other rumored actor that, that is picking up steam. His name was kind of bandied about several weeks ago, but it's starting to pick up steam again with this Adam Driver announcement. Um, but... Again, I'm still holding out for Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, who likes pizza, and Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Did anybody see the Oscars? I heard about it. I didn't see. I saw he some recaps. Lost his mind and said he likes pizza? Is that what? No, 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 no. Uh, Ellen ordered pizza. Like, they legitimately brought this pizza dude to the Oscars and he like came in through like the back door and he had these pizzas and Ellen brought him out onto the floor where all these like super A-list celebrities are sitting and they walk him out and they open the pizza up and they're like handing it to people. Harrison Ford's right there in one of the uh, front rows okay. and Ellen's like, here Harrison, you want some pizza? And fuck, he didn't pass up pizza and he stands Was up. Was it he, double cheeseburger he wasn't, pizza? He wasn't. It might have been. He wasn't even really offered. He comes in out of the side of the frame yeah. and oh, yeah. just takes pizza. It, it looked like oh, he snap. was starving. Yeah. Like Harrison Ford was fucking hungry. That's amazing. I'll play her. Yeah, I, um, if Grand Admiral Thrawn or just any straight up uh, you know, Imperial military guy winds up being the bad guy, I think I'll be okay with that because I'd, I'd like to see a little less Jedi, Sith, Force stuff. I'm all like sick out be, right now. One of the things that made Luke Skywalker so unique was that he was just like the only one. So I'd like to get get back to more of that. Some unique unique characters and characteristics. And if, if this guy's not a force wielder, I think that would be pretty cool. I you think know, this way they can also fold in, like they can make some of the hardcore fans that are looking for, you know, the roots of the of the story brought in and incorporated into uh, an, a feature film, they can make a lot of people happy with, with this move. I'd, I'd be behind it. My Little Pony. Thrawn. Weird. You know, it's interesting to think about what they might do with Luke Skywalker. I mean, who knows how the events of um, the Star Wars saga affected him? Because we don't really see the aftermath. We don't know. Do you I mean, want PTSD, Luke Skywalker? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he went through so much loss up into up until the end of Return of the Jedi. Although it never seems to affect him very very much, he gets over shit really fast. Like his aunt and uncle are dead. He's over it by the time he gets to the cantina, right? Uh, he, he really is, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, he loses Ben Kenobi, and he doesn't even give a fuck by the time he's shooting uh, TIE fighters out in outer space before the Millennium Falcon takes off. We can put that towards just the the adrenaline of being a rebel, 
Yeah. And and all that, but I can see where you're going. He was upset. Way. He had the little blanket on. Leia brought him a blanket. You know, because like when you, people die, you need a blanket. And and he's sitting there and he's upset, but um, it, it just didn't affect him. And then Biggs dies. He's over that, and before he even lands, we don't even. He almost didn't have any time for that. And that's the thing about losing Ben. I mean, we get we see him, we see him at the table, sad. But then, like as soon as they get to Alderaan, it's go 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 go. Like he doesn't have time to really sit down and process things. And I think between. The New Hope and Empire is when he that was he reflection gets the, time. Yeah, taking you know, losing his aunt, uncle, Ben, and Biggs. He didn't really lose him. He's laying in the snow. He's like, oh, there he is, right there. He's yeah. telling me to go to some fucking swamp planet. But so anyway, not only that, but then like he deals with the heaviness of like, oh, and by the way, the worst person in the galaxy is your dad, and the only girl in the galaxy is your sister. So, he's got to deal with that. So, now that everything calms down, the Empire's defeated, he has to, like, process all that stuff. Does that fuck him up a little bit? Does he go off? Does the does the galaxy hate Luke Skywalker? Because his father was, like, the most evil guy, the second most evil guy that ever lived. I don't think anyone knows. No one knows who Darth Vader is. No one knows uh, yeah, who Luke Skywalker and I think when he finds out an empire, then he has, like, that kind of forges his will to become the Jedi you see at the beginning of Jedi. Do they ever say how many years it is between empire and Jedi? I don't know. I think it's three. Three? Well, That's wait, wait what do you mean, like, frozen it, in what do you mean it forges who he is? Like, I don't think he's bumming around. For three years, I think he takes that information after the initial shock, and he he uses it to you know focus himself as a Jedi, as mm-hmm. a true Jedi. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like that. I don't care if that's my dad. I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to be the last Jedi. I'm going to be you know the guy Obi Wan wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. Then by the time you see him when Jedi opens, that's the guy that you get. And by the time he finds out Leia is his sister, at that point, I think he's like. Of course she is. <laughs> now, the universe you, is just shitting on me. Luke kind of was a little bit like borderline evil, but by the time we see him in Return of the Jedi, he shows up at job as he just force chokes a couple of Gamorrean guards just because they're like, "Hey, man, uh, you know, I don't know if you should be here," and he just choke you dead. Or did he kill them? I don't know if he killed them. I don't know if he killed they just him. He, did, back he, didn't move, he moves him all the way. Let's say he didn't do that. My Luke Skywalker wouldn't just kill those guys. But Luke your Skywalker Luke... has the Superman code. The unwritten, I don't kill code. Yeah. Unless he has to. Batman has that. But you know what he doesn't have? He doesn't have some code telling him he can't mind control some weaklings and barge his way into the throne room. That's true. That's true, Bib. Bib Fortuna, right? Now, the only like, non-sexy Twi'lek. But I hope you understand that he oh. killed Bib Fortuna. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, Luke killed everyone by blowing up Jabba's cell. Like, he killed but Max he, Rebo. Yeah, I had to explain a Max Rebo shirt today to <laughs> one of my co-workers, and it blew his fucking mind. I went into work on Friday whenever I was off, and they were like, uh... What what kind of 
what kind of shirt is that? And I was like, ah, it's, you know, it's a Star Wars shirt. And they're like, wait a second, that doesn't look like any Star Wars. I was like, it's the fictional galactic band from Return of the Jedi. It's a tour shirt of that, okay? And they're like, wait a second. (laughs) So I'm at work playing. I was like, it's this band right here playing on YouTube. Did you look up original trilogy? Of course I did. And then I explained why it took me so long, and I had to look up unremastered, and they're like... You fucking suck, you <laughs> dork. Like, you are a dork, sir. It's like what? What do you mean? Dork. But I had to explain this to another, like a thirty-year-old kid who grew up in America. Apparently, I'm like, you are from another dimension that you don't know Star Wars. How dare <laughs> I, I have to explain this? Boba Fett to you, Friday today. Uh, well, Friday I came in, and then today they're like, "What the fuck were you wearing?" And I was like, "It was a t-shirt." So while while they were questioning your shirt on Friday. Matt and I were having a knockdown drag out over the differences of a Ronto and a jo- and a Dubac. <laughs> so, yeah, we're we're familiar with that kind of nerd territory. And you know what? I, I I said to him, I was like, "Where were you in the '80s when this was all happening? When I was playing Transformers and I was watching Star Wars? What were you doing?" And his answer was chasing girls. I was like, "You were fucking five years old, you asshole! No, you weren't." <laughs> I was like, seriously, what were you doing? So back to Luke being a murderer. But he warned them. He he said, this is your last chance. He said that to Jabba. Well, yeah, Jabba speaks for everybody. So you think Max Rebo deserved to die then? He he knew what day he was dead. Yeah. Yeah, they were on the barge. Weren't they? Yeah, he was playing his thing. That song? Well, I don't know if that... Was exactly it, but he no. was playing. Oh, you know, after after the Ronto Dubac debate, <laughs> I'm inclined to believe Matt that the Max Rebo band yeah, was he, aboard the cell barge. So to to explain the debate, um, I went over to Paul initially to talk about you, Ian, and after we were done with that, he talked about uh, Star Wars. I have no idea how we ended up on the topic, but we were talking about... Because you brought it up, motherfucker, because you always do. <laughs> um, it was the special edition scene where uh, they pull up in the land speeder. Ben tells these aren't the droids you're looking for, but before they get to that point, some giant beast walks right in front of the camera. And right. for a second, like all you see... It's like a leg. skin. Like scaly skin. Like, yeah. Rough. And for years, since it since it came out, I was like, oh, it's clearly a dewback. Didn't give it any thought past the that. The dewback is the, 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 the green lizardy kind of like things that the stormtroopers ride on. Right. And and they had Which them, were in the original trilogy. They were in the original trilogy, but they were far in the distance. They didn't really move. And then in the special editions, they animated them, made them walk. In the special edition, they and they brought in the Ronto, which was kind of like... tall, long neck thing? kind of really thick giraffe-looking thing that yeah. you know, Jawas are riding on the back of. And I was... I would have I bet my mother <laughs> that this thing that crossed, that crossed the, the frame was a do-back. So, 
You guys really thought about that yeah. passionately? Yeah, and I said, no, 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 trust wow. me, it's a Ronto, it's a Ronto. And, you're, and he's like, no, because the leg height, you see the leg height, it's like eye level, but uh, on a Ronto, it'd be like above your head. We were deep. Yeah, and and Ooh. I was like, you know what, F- look it up, go to YouTube. And I can't tell you how difficult it was to find that little snippet yeah, on yeah. YouTube. And uh, and sure enough, it walks by. It was a Ronto. Um and Matt goes, look at the tail. And then I was like, motherfuck. Because as soon as he said that, I was like, yeah. That's an amazing debate. Look at the tail. Nerd debate. Most intense nerd debate I've ever had. <laughs> about something fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, who cares who gives this shit? Like, I'm, I'm sitting here like, so neither one of you gave up and said, okay, man, whatever. Like, neither one of you did that. We weren't even debating on, like, the philosophy of, like, why Ben didn't tell Luke certain things earlier. We were debating on what kind of monster this was. (laughs) What kind of fictional creature this was. obstructed our view for two seconds. What the fuck was that that got in my way? I'm like, hey, come on, move! That just shows the kind of passion and dedication that you guys have. That's true, and I think that's a good place to wrap it up tonight for tonight's McSauce podcast. I think we stayed pretty true to form and had a dealer's choice, because uh, we're pretty much all over the board tonight. A little bit of everything. Tell us what you like, what you didn't like. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. You know the drill. If you are upset that we didn't talk more about Roberto Luongo going from the Vancouver Canucks back to the Florida Panthers, let us know. Well, next podcast will be post-trade deadline. Post-trade deadline. A lot to break down. Let's hope so. Yeah, yeah. Send us an idea. Send us a theme for next week's podcast. Maybe you'll be so lucky. Maybe we'll go with it. Yeah, Twitter us. We got a little depressed Matt at Twitter. At the sauce. Is it... Oh, did I fuck it up? Is it at Lil... It's at Lil Depressed Matt. Lil Depressed Matt. And at Gint underscore McSauce. Thank you all for listening. My name is Paul McGinty. Ian Sharpley. A little depressed Matt. See you next time. What the fuck was this stopping? Now we're all afraid to say anything because we don't want to be the... Yeah, I had to explain Max Reba to some fucks at work. Like, You're such a nerd. And I'm like, I love that nobody shirt. would know if I didn't shirt. tell you it was Star Wars. Assholes. I have to sneeze. Do it. Get right, it out. Right into the mic. <laughs> it looked like the the light went from blue to red when you sneezed. What does that mean? Danger.